You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy yep. Show. He's Dave, I'm Casey. He's not frozen, but he is ready to talk a little fantasy. <laughs> All right. Casey, can you live this fantasy life? Dave, it's not reality. No. It's no. just a fantasy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Want to remind you guys, like and subscribe to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. You know why? Because that subscription will also get you dialed in for the Trend Zone, where each and every week of the NFL season, we hit all the top trending stories, as well as give you previews for all of the games, not just some, all of those bad boys. So make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss any of that sweet, sweet football dude's goodness. Yeah, we're doing the heavy lifting for you, people. Okay, that's the Trend Zone podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, people, we are down to the final stretch. You got to fight through. That's why you lift all them weights. Dave, Survivor, <laughs> three strikes pool. It's over, Johnny. What Strike happened? Strike three. You're out, Dave. I got Houston over the Jets. I was wrong. That was my third strike in the last four weeks. Everything was so great one month ago. Not so much anymore. I'm dead. Yeah, well, Dave, lucky for me, I went into this weekend with two strikes left because it was the same stadium, only it was it was the veto that did me. He knew it was me like I was Fredo. <laughs> I had those Packers beating the Giants. Woo. And, uh. What a great game. You know, this late in the season to have two teams in the Monday night doubleheader with no reason to fight, come out and fight hard. It was great. That's why we love the NFL. But um, my Green Bay pick was the most popular incorrect pick at over 30%. But yeah, I won. Yeah, you did. I came in second, though. Um, and that's a good thing. Technically, I guess I'm I'm tied for second with uh, with the Dutch Dutch, even though he was out before me on Thursday night football, wasn't it? Or was yeah. it the previous week? No, it was Thursday night. He yeah, had so, Pittsburgh. Yeah, he had Pittsburgh, and I had Houston. So those were the top three most popular incorrect picks. All in all, about if you add up the percentage of people that took those, is oh, about sixty-seven percent. So two out of three people got knocked out or took a strike in our case, um, uh, based on last week's crazy upsets. And uh, yeah, that was uh, nuts, man, crazy. Dave, give the peoples some hope if they still have teams left. Yeah, so I'm going to give them a handful here because it is kind of spread out and you probably don't have very many teams that are any good left. How about taking uh, the L.A. Rams over the Washington Commanders? Uh, that's over 20%. Almost 20% is the Chiefs over the Patriots. About 17% people are going with the Niners over the Cardinals. And then Atlanta over Carolina, almost 17%. So it's nicely divided between them. Obviously, uh, if you have more than one of those teams, then it's time to make a decision uh, whether how risky you want to do, right? So. Yeah, I'd set mine up. I did have the Rams for this week, and I had the Eagles left, and I had the Ravens left. So I had a plan, but I had that one game lead, so I lived to win. But yep. good luck to everybody that is still out there. And if you are still out there in fantasy land, then you probably didn't need a go-back start of the week. But, Dave, did you, would you, could you, should you? No, I did not have any go-backs, Casey. I was dominant in both my leagues, got the W, um, and, uh, 
yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't anything I could do to swap it out and make any more points. Yeah. Well, I was lucky enough to have Brandon Aubrey who outscored Ooh. Patrick Mahomes. And I was also lucky enough to have the Dallas Cowboys defense who also outscored Patrick Mahomes. But my go back move would have been to go back in time and not cut Evan Ingram. I got too cute, kept Cole Komet, cut Evan Ingram, and we're going to find out just how painful that was coming up here because now it is time for total fantasy domination day. It is Lamar. <laughs> Lamar Jackson at the quarterback position for the Ravens and the Snivellers. For the Snivellers bench against you. He was on the bench. Indeed. Thank goodness he was on the bench there. 316 yards and three passing touchdowns with a pick. 70 rush yards and a two-pointer in there. Wow. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate that. And Raheem Mostert doing the heavy lifting for you, Dave, for those lightning strikes. 96 rush yards, two touchdowns, and four receiving yards. I didn't need that second touchdown, but they don't do a good job giving you stats. I'm like, people, there are fantasy games going on out there. <laughs> yeah, right. Show me Mostert's numbers. I'm sitting there with Mostert and Waddle just trying to guess what they get. But I just looking, okay, that's 20 yards, 17 yards. Craziness, man. All right, up next, Casey, at the receiver position, it was Debo Samuel for the Disco Donkeys and the Niners there. And for me, for my Knights in the other league, it was one rush TD, um, one rush yard on that rush TD, 149 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. Pretty awesome football game. Yeah, and uh, I just mentioned him, Evan Ingram, Cookie Monster, grabbed him off the pile. 96 receiving yards and two touchdowns. That would also put me into first place in the money instead of third place. So I cost myself a couple bucks there. And Dave, Bob D, keeping Lamar on the bench against you, Gave you the higher seed and me the lower seed, but it's a football dude's head-to-head battle in the playoffs. That's right. After this, after tomorrow night's uh, podcast, Casey, we're going to just have to put a piece of tape between us, make sure nobody crosses the line. That's right. I'll sit there in cowboy corner (laughs) at the crib. (laughs) (laughs) You stay on your side and stop telling me about your fantasy players. At least until the second half. Yeah, right. (laughs) All right. We do run our league through NFL.com. 12 teams, non-PPR, no flex, three wides, two running backs, six points for a touchdown by the quarterback, as it should be, but only five bench spots. But Dave, why our league is super sweet is the waiver wire created by the commish. That's right. Uh, It is moved to last after claim never reset, meaning if you get a successful waiver claim in a given week, you are then moved to the lowest waiver priority moving forward. However, if you decide not to take a player, then your position goes up, up, up all the way to the top. Like I reside currently (laughs) on the top. So there is some form of strategy to deciding to not take a free, uh, a waiver pick and instead just going for a similarly comparable free agent and holding on to that pick for the last possible second. Like when I execute that pick this week, <laughs> grab that special fancy dude and then play him against over you. The top. You. That's over right. The over top. top right there. And we're going to take care of those foul boys and the lightning strikes. Ooh, anyway. it is going to be good. My team is pretty banged up, but um, we're going to try to get to the finish line. So with all those injuries, maybe we can find some players to substitute for them, but Dave, a brutal reality injury hits the top of this list. 
Yeah, that is Justin Herbert fracturing that index finger. So obviously that will definitely not be good for those who had been riding Justin Herbert, uh, including last week's game where he obviously got knocked in the out in the second quarter there. So had a pretty limited performance there. That would affect, of course, my brother and the bolt action. He is, I believe, the uh, top seed in the consolation pool. So the loser's uh, bracket. That's well, something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you happen to be in that boat, though, there are some options for you, Casey. And one that I will get started right, right here with is Joe Flacco. I'll tell you what. They yeah. were done with the go back fantasy from the, yeah. you know, the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember when he was elite, Casey. At least they told us he was. Uh, you know what? He, he's just a- adequate. Let's just put it that way. But that's all this Browns team kind of needs with the defense that they've got. On one side, although it hasn't been quite as dominant lately, but Flacco in the two games that he started there, throwing for over 250 yards in each game, plus a combined five touchdowns, just one pick in that time. And they got a win, uh, you know, uh, over the Jaguars there. So um, they're they're playing good football. They're heading. They're in the playoff mix right now. So it's going to be Flacco's gig. So um, next week, it's the Bears and the Texans. And that should be pretty good there. After that, he does uh, face the Jets. So look out for for bad news at the end of the tunnel. So, Oh, you're going to bench him for the Super Bowl? <laughs> if I get there. <laughs> Brutal. Dave, we told the people last week, Jake the Snake Browning. And hopefully yeah. some of those guys listened. If you did, you got 275 pass yards, two touchdowns, seven rushing yards, and a rush touchdown. Ooh. He did a great job. The Bengals have won a couple games in a row. Also, if this guy's healthy, he missed last week. Geno Smith. Seahawks in a must win versus a bad Philadelphia defense on Monday night when Gino played two weeks ago and gets my Cowboys 334 yards and four total touchdowns. So um, you could do a lot worse than Gino for week 15. Dave, what about running backs? Yeah. How about Tyler Chandler of the Vikings? He's still available in most leagues out there. Madison left the game. Uh, which looked like a high ankle sprain. So uh, we may not see him for a couple weeks here. So that leaves Chandler as the healthy back there. Uh, he hit the ball 12 times for 35 yards and three passes for seven yards in what was a terrible football game that they uh, ended up winning three to nothing there. Um, but, uh, you know, if he's the only one left, uh, you know, they're going to give him some touches. And that's what you want at this point. If you have to, if you're struggling to grab somebody, it's because you want a dude that's going to get some some targets and some touches here, get at least an opportunity. Uh, and the Bengals, Lions, and Packers uh, are the teams that they're coming up uh, playing against. So it uh, looks like he might be a pretty good pickup heading into uh, the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, and Dave, it's December. So you know what time it is. It's Jarek McKinnon time for those Kansas City Chiefs. Pacheco missed last week. Not sure what his status is moving forward, but McKinnon didn't get a lot of run last week, but he did get the, get the touchdown. And in that Chiefs playoff push last year, he was a yep. big part of what they did. I think he had like six or seven touchdowns down the stretch, so it might be time to activate that guy. And Tyler Algier, Rico Dowdle, both out there as well. Rico's getting a bigger share of that. Cowboys run game. It looks like it's kind of getting in order. He had a touchdown against those stinking Eagles. So um, that might be a good place to go too. Yeah. Real quick back to Pacheco. Remember last year, it was a lot of those were receptions too. And they're Mm -hmm. still struggling to find that, that consistent guy that, that Mahomes can trust. So even if uh, Pacheco is good to go, uh, McKinnon could be more involved still as the season unfolds here uh, in the passing game. 
Yeah, especially, man, if you are in a PPR league, you could be stoked with that, dude. All right, Dave, what about wide receiver? Yeah, how about Zay Jones, dude, for the Jaguars, man? Now, they lose Christian Kirk, right? So, of course, Trevor Lawrence has got to throw the ball to somebody. It looks like Zay Jones has been the guy. He's got 22 targets over the last two weeks with 14 of them uh, coming last week versus the Browns. So, uh, you know, the Browns obviously uh, have a pretty good defense. So Jones only had five catches for 29 yards. But still, it's enough evidence to to, to suggest that he's going to get those targets, you know. And, uh, you know, Jaguars, uh, they face the uh, Baltimore next week. So it may be another tough tough outing there. But after that, they get the Bucks and the Panthers, uh, who, you know, they should be able to put up uh, some numbers on. And Dave, we talked about going back a few years into the DeLorean. What about OBJ, man? This guy is coming on about the last month. He had a couple clunkers in there, but he's had a few touchdowns here of late. And speaking of a touchdown last week, almost 100 yards and a receiving touchdown. He's got to be a big part of what these Ravens want to do in their playoff push, too. Got a matchup against the Jags. They look to be throwing the ball. Get a little piece of that OBJ. Sounds like a good plan, dude. Nice work. All right, Dave. Tight end. All right. I'm going to go with with Isaiah Likely. You know, uh, the Ravens tight end is still available in about a little more than half the leagues out there. And obviously, we we know that the the, uh, Andrews is the go-to guy there when he's on the field, but he's just not. And so uh, Likely is likely to get a lot more targets to try and fill that role of that dude, that tight end. And, uh, you know, he caught five of seven for 83 yards and a touchdown in the big game against the Rams last week. So uh, 13 targets over the last two weeks. And, you know, he's the number one tight end on that roster. So he's going to get some some targets. Yeah. How about your former Charger, Hunter Henry? Two touchdowns on Thursday night against Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. Got a little zappy action, and I'm not talking the Willie Ames, Scott Bayo movie from the 80s, Dave. I'm talking Bailey Zappy coming in there, (laughs) giving that Patriots offense some life. So um, moving into these playoffs, it's not a bad deal to look at that guy there. So Hunter Henry with the little zappy connection. And Tucker Kraft, dude, coming off a real nice game against the Giants for the Packers. Uh, Musgrave is a little banged up. This guy is getting more involved in the offense there. So um, there's actually quite a few options there at the toy end position. Dave, Mm. let's talk kickers. And I'm talking my Brandon Aubrey with a 60-yarder, 59-er, and a 50-yarder. Got me 22 big points last week. Oh, wait, we don't do kickers. Never mind. Let's go ahead and look at defenses. (laughs) All right. Well, if you're brave enough to go against uh, a high-powered offense, how about the Broncos? They were the worst defense in the history of mankind for the first six weeks of the thing, giving up 70 uh, against the the Dolphins in week three or four, whatever it was. But now they're going to Detroit. But Detroit's actually kind of, you know, slowed down. They're like mm-hmm. a little bit, uh, you know, declawed at this point in time. The Lions have been struggling and been turning the ball over too. Yes, that Denver defense was in attack mode last week against Justin Herbert and the Chargers. They were blitzing all over the place. So looking for them to collect some sacks and turnovers there. Uh, the Lions get the ball out quick, but so it's a gamble there. Uh, but, you know, might be a worthwhile gamble. How about the Atlanta Falcons? They're going on the road at Carolina, a divisional game. So sometimes they can get pretty weird. But that uh, 
Falcons defense has been pretty good on the year. 27 sacks, seven interceptions, eight fumble recoveries. And Jesse Bates back there, he's a ball hawk. He's got a pick six. So I would expect some turnovers out of that Carolina offense. So the Falcons could do you a solid if you need someone for playoffs. No question about it. I was thinking, I was eyeballing them too, but I just edged out with the with the Broncos here. Broncos are playing great football right now, especially yeah. on the defensive side of the ball, man. Sure are. All right, people, it's playoff time. Hope your team is in there. Want to remind you, make sure you subscribe to the Trend Zone podcast. That's the big brother of the astronomical podcast, okay? Each and every week of the NFL season, we talk top trending stories, preview all of the football games. Yeah, the Trend Zone podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And while you're out there dominating your fantasy league, go ahead and bookmark footballdudes.com. It's all there for you. All right, that is going to do it for Dave. I'm Casey. Thanks for listening to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Astronomical Fantasy Show. We're not the suits that talk football. We're the dudes that know football and may your reality and fantasy meld into one astronomical football weekend. Good luck in the fantasy playoffs.